Well, welcome back, Rejects. Thank you for joining us today. It's me, Tony Kidd. I got the big man with me, Director RJ. Say what's up. You're the power <laughs> of the ultimate reject. Okay. Very good. Zach the Mac, what's up, big man? Say what's up to the fans. Yeah. What's going on, fans? Oh, oh my hey, lord, baby. you get a oh. phone call. Oh, that's all of us. That's, that's all of us. Yeah, that's everybody. <laughs> As well, we have SG3 joining us today in a special episode. SG3, say what's up to the fans. What's going on, guys? It's me. It's me. It's SG3, man. How Isn't it weird doing? having you on the show without doing sports right now? Yeah, man, it is. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's kind of cool, though. I like this. this it's a good one. It, it's, it's actually more... our first time doing a full team. Rundown. A full team rundown. Of Dark Side of the Ring. And okay. A&E. Yeah. And uh-huh. A&E. Okay? Yeah. So, now, this is the ultimate review. Meaning the Ultimate Warrior review, pretty yeah. much. Okay. Now A and E came out with one version of Ultimate Warrior's backstory. Then we get Dark Side of the Ring coming out with Ultimate Warrior's backstory of his life. Both of them had to come out within the exact same time frame too. So who made theirs first? I don't know. Time frame wise, who was filming and who was doing the biographies and all that stuff and stuff like that. It's very fishy. But all in all, I think either way we had the good version, in my perspective, A and E. Bad version, my perspective being Dark Side of the Ring. So, A&E discusses his back, his life. His uh, he Basically, in high school, you get the gist of him being, um, what is it, uh, a not very talkative person, very outcast. He didn't like anybody. I think he was really the laughing stock of his, his town because his dad, his, he pretty much, his dad had left yeah. and everything. And I think everybody knew that his father had left, so everyone was making fun of him. So what made him basically be positive or to kind of shed all that anger and aggression was to hit the weight room. Mm-hmm. Gets the, into the weight room, starts loving the weight room. Wasn't really a jock. He did sports, but wasn't a jock. He didn't really like the whole fame and fortune afterwards. So he decided just to do bodybuilding. I guess he competed. One Mr. Georgia. Pretty dope right there. Georgia. After he wins Mr. Georgia, he runs down to California where he meets Sting. Becomes best friends with Sting. Does the whole run around. Does another more sh- does a couple more shows. Doesn't really make it. Notices the money isn't correctly. Um, so one of the wrestling promoters notices him and Sting. Or in general, there's a group of guys that they weightlifted with. And decided to see a photo that was done by the whole group. And said, I want those two at the end. Which then in turn, Ultimate Warrior and Sting. Mm-hmm. So these guys were these big behemoths in the rings, kind of like a hawk and animal. Yeah. But yeah. they were so green. They did not know how to hit. They didn't know how to freaking run. They just looked like big behemoths inside the ring and looked like as if you're going to run at me and toss you out the way type of stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it was really, really bad. Really bad. Um, now they go, they go on. They become Blade Runners. Really interesting, kind of pick of a name. They yeah. do a little weird makeup on the eyes and lipstick. I think that's the, from Sting, though. No? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's yeah. where Sting got it from, and I think yeah. we're Sting involved that a little bit more better. Mm-hmm. So good job, Sting. I think yeah. Now a little bit after that, something happened with the promotion. Uh, Ultimate Warrior did not like what was going on with the whole incident of how they were ha- managing their money. I think it was had to do some of money. I think because it wasn't happy. I think tag team gets paid. The same rate, so you okay. had to split with your partner what you make. Okay, instead of one single wrestler type of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. So he ends up leaving, and he thought Sting would follow him. Sting decides to honor his contract, honor his word, and sticks around. He stays. So thus begins the split between Warrior and Sting and not becoming staying friends anymore. 
Okay, that's why we don't get we didn't ever heard from Ultimate Warrior talking about Sting, and again so much from Sting saying too much about Ultimate Warrior throughout the lifestyle. Huh? Would have been a bad ass match, match. Right. wouldn't have yeah, Sting right. versus Ultimate Warrior at their prime, yeah, right at the prime. Yeah. Like I say, I say like that. Right now, why not? Why not? Right now, Boy. what if Ultimate Warrior was aged right now? He couldn't wrestle. No. Actually, stop it! <laughs> did you watch? Did you watch the ending of the A and E thing? No, I was just like barely got in the ring. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. I love you guys. You're, ta- you're talking about the Ultimate Warrior who did his goodbye speech and was like, <gasps> "Thank you, thank you, thank you." He looked tired in the ring. Oh, okay. All right, okay. I didn't even run, but Lord have mercy. All right, I walked down the ramp. Well, it's not his fault. He couldn't wrestle. Did you, as you did, no. did you see him grab the ropes? Like, he didn't even shake him. He's like, oh, he was just like, no, like oh, okay, okay. That's just tight. That's just tight. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that, I, I'm sorry to say, rest in peace, Ultimate. But he looked like he had a seizure right down the ropes. Here's the <laughs> oh, 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 shit. Oh, okay. is, this one's tighter than I remember. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tell you, you looked a little aged. Man. Oh, it's that's crazy. Not, now, I think because at that time his heart was actually affecting him at that moment. More than likely. More that's likely. What, like I said, like that was a couple weeks before his death. No, yeah. no that was the, the night before. Day. No, no, no. According to the series, it was a couple weeks before his death. So Monday night he has his speech. Yeah, he does this amazing speech about you know how. But he's also like, for like foretelling his death in this. Speech. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. The next day I'm at the airport getting ready to come back on Tuesday with G Money and Liz. Yeah. We're in the plane. I'm looking at my phone because we got stuck because somebody didn't want to pay a fee that she had to pay. So we're at the airport still looking at the phone, mm-hmm. and it stays right there. Top story. Not even the top story. I was looking at freaking Marty Janetti's Facebook Page? post that said, mm-hmm. please don't tell me my boy, the Ultimate Warriors. Oh, gotcha. Ooh. The next day, dude, after giving that speech, the next day, we're both dead. Well, it, be well then A&E, A&E's mentioned that a whole different way. According to A&E, no lie, we'll listen to it at the end, basically said, after he did that speech, it was, even the wife stated, mm-hmm. a couple weeks later. He ends up passing. So no more than two weeks. Damn. It had to been like no. a week, week and a half because they were getting ready to go from there to somewhere else. But before they could and leave the hotel room, that's what ended up happening. Well, that's why if you look at Dark Souls Rain, Jake the Snake said it himself, you know. He came in, did that speech. The next yeah. day, he just died. Yeah. So that's like, mm, okay, and he, so you got some that fish still going that on. where his wife is not really... Telling the true story. Much about war. Very good point. Or, yeah. or either, either number one, she really didn't care. Number two, is just she just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is a personal story of mine. But um, my grandfather passed away four years ago, going on five. I remember the exact day he passed away. Right. I have gotten into many arguments with a lot of his kids, his own kids, who literally has sat here and said, "Dude, it was this day." No, I remember the day. Yeah, it was exactly this day, and that's when they stop and they say, "Oh." Yeah, you're right. So sometimes, believe it or not, because of trauma, because of just what you're True. not expecting, yeah, you literally mind your own mind plays a game against you. And I can, and I, I feel that that's that. what happened with her. That yeah. she just she started broke down. going. She just she broke down because mm-hmm. she wasn't expecting it. And I think they're on the way to the airport, and she was already either going in the car, or was in the car, and she saw it all happen. Yeah, exactly. So to her, it's like I couldn't even help him. Right. Like because the yeah, moment true. he he got in, got to the car, she yeah. died. And then what makes it more intense, what I, when I'm watching the series at the end, when she was explaining that, she also mentioned the whole thing about telling her daughters to stay in the hotel room, not to worry about what's going on, to be there and everything. And by the time they get to the hospital, obviously, of course, he's gone, he's done. She feels the pain of basically stating that she may have robbed her daughters from seeing their dad for the last time. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And that kind of hits hard. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? That shit hits home. Yeah. So I, I think for me too, as well, being a parent, it's like you kind of feel that like, dang, you're right. That yeah. does hit pretty hard. Like mm-hmm. to imagine you feel like you, you robbed your children from seeing their, their parent, their other parent. I mean, being able to say goodbye. Exactly. Yeah. Or, I mean, you know, yeah. holding them for that last moment. So it's yeah. like, damn. You know what I mean? Like that, I agree with you in the trauma part. So that, that that's perfect sense. Perfect sense. Well, that's why, like, I feel that. So who knows who started up with the two weeks? True. But at this point, she probably. Man. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, probably. 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 I, yeah. That's not, it's not to point fingers, but at this point, it's like, if you probably looked at it just with everything that's been going on and with the tapings, that probably could have confused you because they're mm-hmm. so far ahead in tapings. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what? Cool, I I get it. Then it's not live, and it's not live, and you're thinking it wasn't live back then, yeah. Because you're missing all these little parts, mm-hmm. you know. So so that's why it's like I I could see it. I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. also another thing I could think of would be the reason why they would think it was like two weeks later or so. Yeah. I guess she treats as a traumatization. That's true. That is true. So that's why, like I said, if they're watching the product right now, especially because you know they have to present the Warrior Award and they have to like. I can guarantee you, WrestleMania before this, well, again, was pre-taped two weeks before. So they're now thinking every single WrestleMania gotcha. is two weeks before. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. So now a little bit after after he ends up um, splitting up with Sting, a little bit after it, my boy Sting, look at that guy, he looks so cool. Um, a little bit after the breakup, he uh, WWE comes calling. Someone sees Ultimate Warrior. And wrestling with Sting and stuff like that, and says we need to pick that guy. He looks good. He looked that face paint, the freaking arm things. Get everything on him. Let's bring him in there. Let's Warrior Dingo Warrior, or whatever supposedly oh, was God. the name. I that forget. was ridiculous <laughs> name. Dingo that his, Warrior. That was his first name. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. first solo name by himself. So that is so stupid. Dingo. So stupid. Dingo he, he Warrior. Didn't, he didn't even agree with it himself, right? Yeah, not at all. Yeah. He did not like it. He liked the Warrior, yeah. but Dingo Warrior. Nah, didn't make no sense. That, so that now, also show you WWE has been killing creators. <laughs> thank you. Day. Yes, exactly. That wasn't even WWE. No, that was, that was WCCW. Yeah, he goes oh, yeah. to WCCW, becomes Dingo Warrior, becomes Don't great. Don't forget, though, who was a part of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Eric Bischoff. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. Oh, Vince McMahon actually had part, partnership with Still Vince, at the moment, Vince right Senior. before he left? Ben Senior, he still ah, had a piece ah, of it. Ah, wow. That's all like I said. True. Believe me, that that's, that name is still there. Okay, so Dingo Warrior becomes in the fame fr- frame aspect of him becoming a, a great guy by himself. Now, all of a sudden, they change the name to Ultimate Warrior, and thus begins the fan favorite fan phenomenon. Instant phenomenon. Very instant. And I now realize, watching that, that is so freaking true. Dude had one freaking match, had the theme music, runs off to the thing, and he becomes an instant Just fan favorite. That energy, bro. There, and there was no, there's no, like, going through the grit and grind, like, Stone Cold, like, the Ultimate Warrior. Um, that's what we're the Hulk freak Hogan. Hulk, Hogan. Hulk Hogan. No grit and grind like freaking the Rock, uh, the Rock. Red Hart, the Hart, Shawn Michaels. Like, there's no grit and grind. He literally just showed up, wrestled maybe like a month or two in one industry, a month or two in another, and then goes to the mainstream and then hits big. And the reason why he hits big, I'll tell you right now. He had nine cups of coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see he that. He hit big right after that yeah, match. Definitely. He went to the bathroom, hit very big. No, I believe the reason why he hit big. It's because one, the entrance music is intense. Thank you. I played it. Nope. I played it for the kids. I'm over here running back and forth from my just running out like you want to lift your hand up and just start running like I, I, I feel that it's not just, just the music, the intensity. It's the fact that if you think about it, it makes you just at first it makes you want to run. 
So you see this guy running. And yeah. Then, if you think about it, everyone knows it's like, oh, I'm gonna high five all the fans. You know, I'm gonna you know hype up with the fans. You know, get a couple get a couple signs and I get a couple mm-hmm. pictures. You know, look at Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, goodness, look at everybody. Yep. If you think about it, the only guy that didn't do it back in the '80s was The Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, the only take, person, the only taker, didn't interfere with any fans until he became the American Badass. That that is before, true. Aside from that, though, he never did. And then Warrior kind of was the first one that's like, I'm not going to interfere. Like, run. I'm just going to just run, just and just hype you up just by what I'm going to like the co- energy I'm bringing into the ring. And that's yep. why, like, if you think about it, you just see him like I'm grasping like your energy that you're feeding me, and I'm and I'm going with it. You yes. know, that's why you see like the legs, you see like the you know. The, the black hair, hair all mind, stuff. you know, and all that just just yeah, going, and then he's shaking of the ropes, shaking of the ropes, and then you know just running from one end to the other, just nonstop running. So it's like you feel like you're a part of it. like. That's why, believe it or not, dude, that that speech that he said at the end is true. When he said, "You are the ultimate warrior," it's as a kid you felt it. Yeah. You felt as the ultimate warrior, like when he's running and you know doing everything. Like you're just like, yes, dude, I am the ultimate warrior. I I feel that run. I feel that energy. I feel that drive. Heck, I want to go run 60,000 60, miles. Let me be the Flash. Yeah. I can run. I can run on water too. But screw it, I'm gonna do it. That's true. That's, that's why true. I feel that that that's why he hit because it was like. It wasn't the fact of, like, I have to have the crowd come and, like, you know, got to touch and, like, do the high five and the pictures and I got to give my sunglasses to the kids or my jacket to the kids. Or, like, hey, buddy, wearing my shirt. Like, Warrior just was that guy just, I'm going to run in there, shake the ropes, like, six, seven times, Mm -hmm. and then go to the other side, shake the ropes six, seven times, run back and forth, back and forth, and then just, you know, basically call your energy. And, And that's what it was. Yep. I agree. And then a little bit after that, that's when he all of a sudden competes for the IC Championship in uh, 1988 at SummerSlam. Man. Yes. <laughs> Honky Talk Man does a call-out stating, I got open challenge to anybody and everybody who's ever back there. And guess who comes out? And it runs out all but crazy. Gets in there. Does what, like three moves? No, he just did what, three, four? Four or five moves? His clothesline, clothesline. His his little Press, jump, it, his little yeah. jump. He didn't even press on. He just, no, just close. Yeah, just shoulder press, shoulder, shoulder tackle, shoulder tackle. It was shoulder tackle. He ran to the ropes. Splash. Shoulder tackle, ran to the ropes, and then he just goes to one side, press. Easy that me splash one two three and then just runs and then we will run straight to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the coffee machine. Nine, nine, <laughs> oh, he actually had drank nine cups of coffee for that match. So yeah. that's now, why if you look at him, like dude, like he looks super hyped that that match. Yeah. <laughs> now a little bit after this, this work, this is where people start talking and discussing in the series uh, within the show that obviously the wrestling locker room was a little bit jealous for his quick success. Now is that a good thing or a bad thing when it comes to? Baltimore winning a title right off the bat, especially you just barely getting into getting the industry. What do you think, Director RJ? Listen here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you might have beaten me a lot of times. We're not going after Mike. <laughs> oh. We're going after the Ultimate Warrior. Stay in character, man. Stay in character. <laughs> we're not. We're not trying to cut a wrestling promo here. <laughs> okay, wrestling promo side. I believe. We've done it with uh, talking about somebody like Roman Reigns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reigns didn't get an IC title, Reigns, you know, championship. He didn't get the U.S. championship. Until now. Until, like, recently, yes. Yes. But how does it make a lot of fans feel that Reigns came in 
Started off with the shield. Right. And then less than no time became world champion. That's true. A Actually, lot of people. But remember though, it took him a while to get it though. Because uh, we were we were as fans, we were all upset the fact that he just like right away, as you said. It he was getting the push. It wasn't we even, all knew he was getting that push to become that. We were pissed off that he was getting the push. Agreed. And was getting that ultimate warrior fast paced push. Yes. And I think that definitely raises like speculations. Like you come into the the league and, and you or the the family, like what would you call it? Just the, you just come into this entertainment business. There you go. You yeah. jump to the success that early. You know, I mean, that's obviously going to raise a couple eyebrows. Thank you, yeah. especially in the locker room who who did the grit and grind. Especially okay, yeah. let's put it let's put it in perspective. What like for wrestlers such as Eddie Guerrero, mm-hmm. Chris Benoit, yeah, Chris Jake Jericho, Roberts, Jake Snake Roberts. Every single person of those and all those characters right there in the in, in the industry of wrestling did those matches. Went through the grit and grind. Went from the school to doing the promos in in the little small entity of wrestling business. Then jumping up. Then jumping up. And then going up. Don't forget to being jobbers. And then all of a sudden, now you get this guy who has a certain look, and then just sky pulls it way past them and gets ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, the locker room is going to be pissed off and jealous. So what? What like? That's in the sense of business. Okay, you're gonna have a good. It's good for your business, but a sense of morale in the back that wants to sit there and give out good product. Mm-hmm. That's gonna mess with it. You're gonna get a wrestler who's gonna get on the next match and be like, "The hell am I doing this for? For what? For you to get money off of me and for me to bust my back because and for what? This guy to just jump up again ahead of me? Now I'm pissed off. You know, it, I've been th- doing this for years. Thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it kind of it gives it a bad morale. Like you cannot do that. Same thing with Brock Lesnar. Now, I I give Brock Lesnar actually going to school, doing the OVW, wrestling with everybody like the Orton, John Cena, Batista coming with that class right there. I give it to that standard now for him coming in and kind of winning the title then leaving type of thing like that. Okay, like you understand, but. Again, it, you're going to rub some wrestlers the wrong way. Why are we keep giving you the title when you don't compete like we do? Well, nowadays, because Brock already made the name for himself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the difference between what Brock did and what Warrior did is that when Warrior came in, he had somebody like Jason Snake Roberts who has been, you know, he's been the mega heel for a while. Mm-hmm. Jake, you know, Jake is like, you know, you weren't, like he said, I've been waiting for this title shot for such a long time. Correct. I'm finally going to get one. He's like, something is long overdue. Mm-hmm. And they hand it to Warrior. You have Rick Rude, who should have had a title run. Mm-hmm. But you can't blame Warrior because at that time, the guy who was the champion, Vince McMahon, said it. Vince McMahon said, the only person that could give you the belt is He's the home. world champion. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he was strict on that tradition as yeah. well. Yeah. Which, as so, you should. Yeah. And it's a tradition, I believe, that comes from Mexico, too. Mm-hmm. Where if a Mexican, uh, once a Mexican luchador feels like, trust me, you know, like you're in his league, yeah, he'll let you get a win over him. Mm-hmm. You had to earn that win. Mm-hmm. So here's Warrior not earning it, anything at all, just coming in. The reason why he starts getting hyped and high up there is yeah. because ratings are coming up like crazy. So much he because of the up. fans. The fans are loving his energy. Agreed. And that's been a problem with Vince is that when he sees money, yep. he goes where money belongs. He goes so, berserk. Yeah. He goes berserk. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're gonna go you're gonna lose to Warrior yeah, and yeah, yeah, by, yeah. you know, you can't even do we're, nothing. We're to good. Him. Hey man, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey uh hey, uh. hey Jake. Hey Jake, hug talk, man. Hey, yeah. <laughs> 
I love, I love Elvis. You know, Elvis is good singer. He's a great guy. You know what I mean? He, 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 he did good. He did good. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he ain't got no chance in hell. Yeah, hey, no way. <laughs> hell, also warriors not gonna get that. Get that right. Yeah, you know? chance in hell. That's also a warrior. That's pretty much. That's pretty much the lingo that goes with it. Um, Achilles, you know, yeah, that's Achilles right there. Right, he's right, walking right. there, you know, yeah. He's gonna lead the army into the Trojan War. He's gonna lose still, but he's leading the army in. Yeah, he's getting in there. I remember? Oh, he's gonna win, but he's gonna die at the Trojan War. Just remember, because <laughs> he got a chance to hell. Yeah, <laughs> no chance. That should be. Oh, write that down. I like that. Right there, song. That should be a song. We, right we should there. make that to a theme song later. <laughs> so yeah, that that kind of plays into play. They do discuss that a little bit in in the series. So a kind of understanding now. I had an issue with Shang stating that Warrior saw Vince as a father figure. Do we? I really honestly believe Warrior saw him as that? Yeah. I mean, Pret- yeah. Okay. I, I, I think a lot of wrestlers treat Vince McMahon like a father figure because Vince is he's out there, he's giving you a check, but he's building you up like a, like a father builds a son up, you know? But, mm-hmm. but if you think about it, though, he's also basically saying, like, Guiding you to be successful. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. It's not just like a father molds you to, to go out into the world. This man's like, look, dude, I want you to be successful in this business. I can, yeah. In in a sense, he's kind of a father figure. Like he only wants you to succeed. Okay. You know, he doesn't. He's not going to sign you and then be like, yeah, listen, you should just, you know, take all the crap from everybody and be the butt of everyone's joke. And like, no, he's more like, listen, we can. There's always a spot for you in this entertainment business, and we will help you succeed. So, gotcha. for Ultimate Warrior to look at him as a father figure, I guess that's. I, I mean, it makes it makes a lot of. Sense I guess it's ironic that Sean says it, but yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> shame. Yeah, well, that Shaman Man shame, says shame, it. Shame. It's yeah, really shame. weird that mm-hmm. Shaman Man states that, right? Throws yeah. it off. Because I think Shaman Man had the same father-son relationship that Vince had with his dad. Mm-hmm. So I think Vince, he still has that same relationship. I can see that. Even like Shane drops off the cage, you know. Vince goes, hugs him, like, oh, okay, you know, I love you, son. Mick Foley does it. He's like, dude, don't ever do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, thanks, man, but, uh. Yeah, I don't, 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 don't want to see that no more. I, I won't mean, see that again. I respect you for what you I, do I in think, life. I think no. the main reason why, though, the big difference between one and the other is with Shane, it was talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, we knew it was coming. It's Shane McMahon, for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. But if you look back at the Hell in a Cell match, which we're getting on topic, we always do. But <laughs> if, we, if, we're, if we look at that match, Taker literally threw him off and said, you know what, dude? You don't belong here. Yeah. You are not a wrestler. You uh, are a crash test dummy. Go back to Hollywood where you belong yeah. and just get out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened because it wasn't planned. Like, if you look at Jay, like, if you listen to JR, he tried to call it, but even JR was stunned. Like, I don't know what you just did. Right. Because this is not a part of what we talked about. Not this is not rehearsed at all. No, it was uh, Mick Foley kept pushing Taker to do it to him. Exactly. Yeah. But I feel that, though, it wasn't even that. I feel that Taker just... Because if you look at this one, this that one was when Mankind was getting the, the, famous, the famous hardcore legend push. Yeah, that was, that was right he, after that, he did that's the when whole... he started getting it. And yeah. that's when he was just basically just in hardcore match after hardcore match after hardcore match after hardcore match after hardcore match. Mm-hmm. He was the only one doing it. So to take her is like you're not a wrestler, dude. All you are is just a, a guy who who knows how to use weapons and make them famous. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's all you're known for. So just, just go back to Hollywood and be the crash and something that you deserve it's to the, be. The bar your back. The sock. Would you like? Would you like another beer? <laughs> no. Man. Oh, you sure? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Just I sure. mean, at this point, like, even, like the song. Let's put it, mandible claw. It, it makes sense, you know. You want to use like that as a funny gimmick, you know, kind of like to make it just more like True. than just sticking two fingers in, into somebody's mouth. Like, <laughs> you know, the, the, sock, the sock, you know, kind of just adds like comedic relief to it. But at this point, though, it's like 
it's the way it's seen as though for again that match it wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. That's why Vince was like, "Dude, don't not, not ever, don't ever do this, never ever uh, in my lifetime do that again." Ooh, oh, yeah. And then if we go now back to now back to Warrior with his thing, yeah, it's I see again, it's. It's the workplace, man. Mm-hmm. It's corporate America. Whether you're in the business, whether you're not in the business, whether you're anywhere. Nope. The moment that you have been busting your butt, do you say, dude, I left you blood, sweat, tears in this company, man. Mm-hmm. I worked you. I worked you moments where you weren't even paying me. Mm-hmm. Heck, I, I, I broke a bone for you, dude. I, le- I could literally tell you I left half of my head, half of my body in that ring. Mm-hmm. And like... And you're basically just because this guy's got a certain building because the ratings are finally going up. You want to give this guy the push over me mm-hmm. when he hasn't when he's not even going to do half of what I done for you. Mm-hmm. Then that's like that's where that's where I can see it's becoming a problem because it's like you're taking a slap to the loyal employee. Yeah, and that's why, like I said, whether you're in the business, whether you're not in the business, doesn't matter. Whether you're corporate America, not a corporate America, it happens. The moment that the young cat comes in. And he just does things that you're not willing, that you know, that you can't do because whether it's age, whether it's limitations, whatever it is, remember, mm. you've been busting your butt for that company. But the new guy comes in and you know what? He's like, man, I'm going to, I know how to do this. Hey, if he's doing double of what you're doing, his name's going to stick out. Yeah. So it's like, you know what, man? You know, why am I doing this? And that's why it's like a lot of, a lot of the old school were like, we had something before. Like yeah. there was honor in, in what we did. Yeah. And because this guy's got a certain build, because this guy's just got like certain a certain image, certain image. Mr. Because Georgia walks in and now, uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Heavyweight champ. Mr. 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 Georgia walks yeah. in, gives the company a hug, and the company right. all of a sudden is saying, "Hey, you know what? I think it's time that he gets the championship." And if you look at it, he's not even doing half of what we do. Right. right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't even know how to wrestle. He doesn't know how to kick. He didn't know how to punch. Yeah, that he was the thing that a lot of like our wrestlers said that his he just was bad performer. Like, yeah. random stuff. And yeah, just... Well, like, all he did was though. a good choke slam, a good yeah. suit play. He picks yeah. you up, body slams you. Even then, he had to learn how to tilt you and throw you down on your back and stuff like that where you can like hit and fake. So it's... One thing I was going to say about that is that if you look at the fact that when Warrior was doing all these like over punching, like he was, uh, I forgot, being stiff in the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that he heard them talking about him and, you know, he's, he's been stated he had anxiety. He, uh, yep. So he's always felt bad. You know, he didn't want to be bad like that. He yeah. didn't want to, he just, since he didn't know how to kick, he didn't know how to punch, he mm-hmm. thought he was doing right when he was doing wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Very true. So a little bit after this, the Warrior slams Andre the Giant to face off Hulk Hogan. So right. what they made in his storyline and what he had to do was, how do I get to the top? How do I get against the heavyweight champion? Okay, so let's build you up in a storyline where you face off against Andre. Who's more giant than Who's you. more bigger and who can be the one that literally manhandle you a little bit more than how you've been manhandling these other wrestlers. Oh, wait. What, what what's more greater than what do they call them? The, the seventh greatest wonder or something like that? Andre Johnson the eighth, then? Wait, eighth wonder eighth, world. And then slam him down like right. how Hulk Hogan did. Hulk yeah. Hogan did it. So how how does his name come in the mix? So if Ultimate Warrior can suplex freaking freaking Andre, where does that leave you? Who's the other person that has ever done that? Hulk Hogan. So that now now you put in the limelight of saying oh, here you go. Yeah, that, boom. That now oh he gets a say, okay does three. three. Gets in. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait. yeah. Sorry, guys. We're watching the, we're watching the Hulk Hogan. Body slam. 
quick as fuck. Right. No, yeah. Uh, Damage right, right here. Yeah. Boom, Bye. shoulder. Uh-oh. Run around, run around, run around. <laughs> run crazy, run crazy. That was bad. That was cool. That was cool. Getting the hype up in the crowd. Six. Bam. That's six. it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Six moves. Wow. Call it. Who said six moves? Johnny said. Oh, I ah, actually did. Six <laughs> moves. There you go. That is so true. Six moves and he won the IC title. That was pretty crazy. Pretty wild and crazy. Less than two minutes. Yeah, le- less than two minutes. Maybe even less than that. If that no, it was. It's it was two minutes. Minutes. That doesn't raise eyebrows. That's crazy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right? So, all in all, after he slams Andre the Giant and, the, and think, well, I forgot which freaking uh, pay-per-view that was. And it's a, Warrior, I don't know if it was a, Warrior, no. a Rumble or something like that, but I know it wasn't a SummerSlam. Okay. I so wrote that down. So they face off. He does a suplex. He gets it. Now gives us the feud between Hulk Hogan and himself. Now, according to a lot of speculation with everybody in the back, is that there was a real-life feud between Hogan and Warrior. Yeah. Actual real-life feud. Even right in the midst of this freaking um, on-screen feud against each other because of the fact that he got all this hype and yeah. stuff like that before anything. Why does it look like Dog the Bounty Hunter with just freaking face paint? Dog the Bounty Hunter with face paint. Oh my god, with that look right there, I'm like, I just not realized. Like, damn, he looks like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Exactly like him. That's crazy. Uh, now, how how good? Which leads to us is WrestleMania where he won the title. WrestleMania six. WrestleMania six. Good job. Uh, how good was that match? Where do you like in, in general? Your, I want to say rank. I want to say rank just because that gives us a lot of matches, but. How good was that match itself? I'll put it like this. No, tell we're me the gonna, truth. Uh, no, tell me what you really rate, feel. We're gonna rate our WrestleMania <laughs> matches like main events. Uh huh. This has to be like at least top ten main events. Okay. Reason why is because he had two guys. He had Hulk Hogan, who mm-hmm. never had to carry anybody in his life. People carried him in the ring. Sure. He had the Ultimate Warrior, who never had a long-lasting match. That's true. Except for when he fought, uh, I think Rick Rude, but. I mean, if you look at most of Warriors matches, they were like, probably what? So, well, Rick Rude came after Hulk Hogan because they were trying no, to give him. No, after. Yeah, he uh, came in during the IC title run. No, no, what he's saying is the the match. Oh, the long lasting match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now here's Hogan having to put this guy over Ultimate Warrior over, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have the biggest clash that never have happened before, where two good guys meet in the ring. Mm-hmm. You had that moment where fans were like, either you were a Warrior fan or yeah. you were a Hogan fan. Yeah. I yeah. remember because on one side, Tony was a Warrior fan. I was a Hogan fan. Mm-hmm. Edge was a Hogan fan during that match. Mm-hmm. So this match pretty much put WrestleMania main events on the map again. Mm-hmm. So I believe this should be, this will always go down as one of the biggest matches in history of WrestleMania. Gotcha. Because of the fact that these two guys did something nobody thought that they could do and that's put on a hall of a show agreed on that time agreed that time i agree totally agree thanks you three i agree with him top 10 for sure more than anything it it was my thing is different than his um this is a main event that honestly they (laughs) 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 director what are you doing over there man for the fans, director is having a fight with the Dorito over here. Yeah, this look, from this <laughs> angle, it looked like he was touching himself. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you like, why are you rubbing yourself? He's like, what's up? Stop rubbing yourself, yourself man. He was. He's like, stop rubbing yourself. yourself. Like he was pop locking and dropping like Michael Jackson on his body. Like, <laughs> <laughs> stop rubbing yourself, man. Nobody wants to see that. 
Okay. To clarify the round table, the Dorito was winning, okay? That's what we saw. So wait a minute, at the end of the day, can we say the fact that the Dorito won? <laughs> we, we, hey, we'll speculate on that. Yeah, we'll speculate. <laughs> so, I, again, it's, but the thing was, though, that it's, it was the first time two powerhouses made event it. Yeah, so okay. So that's why it's, it's definitely something that was huge. It wasn't the fact that it was, um, like, a whole, it, when I'm saying powerhouses, I'm talking two just men of strength. Oh, yeah, this was on a Saturday night main event. That's a man, it's not important. Dude, just let me talk. <laughs> Look at his legs buckle. <laughs> sure. Okay, so back to what right, I'm right, saying. Right, right, right. So what I was saying though, man. Um, that's that's basically why I say it's top, definitely top ten. Okay, Zachary, Zachary. Oh, I would easily put it in 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 my matches. Now I'm a little younger than the cast here, but in my matches, I put it up there in, in, in the top. Fifteen, maybe. Okay, I agree though that Hogan and Warrior are definitely both at that peak of the match. They were, I feel almost that like they were at the peak of. Well, Warrior's at the peak of his career. I know yeah, <laughs> Hogan. I mean, that wasn't the peak, is you know, because he definitely had well, you know, he was already established in know, general. And he had but yeah, agreed. That. But I, one of his peaks. It's not like so. he was. It's not like he was going to decline exactly. of his body. Yeah. Yeah. they're both. Let's put it this way. Yeah. They're both on roids at their peak of roids. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Let's be honest. This was right before the the start, the steroid outbreak and whatnot. Right. A little bit. They're okay. probably benching the same. Yeah, know. exactly. One well, was trying to one up like you know. five hundred and one. Yeah. Oh, so, whatever so. goes on, five hundred two, brother. Exactly. Yeah. So, like you know what I mean. I agree with you. I definitely appreciate the match in in a nutshell. Why is Warrior uh, saying brother instead? Yeah, of I don't know why I meant that. that. <laughs> I think he was trying to mock him. You he know was, what I mean? Was, that's, yeah. that's why. He's like, yes, yeah, sister. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yes, good match. Okay. Oh, wow. Very good. Yes. I, yeah, I, all well, in all, you know what? I mean, let me ask you. Oh, Talk to the oh, kid. Well, what do you think? <laughs> thank you. Yes, I agree. It doesn't matter what you oh, think. Son of a Hell bitch. Hell nah. <laughs> Come, you got to be good. You got to be good. You got to be good. SG3. SG3. Yeah, <laughs> you got me. You got me good. You got me good. I let you yeah. You got me good. Yeah. But yes, I would have to agree with all of you. In general, all in all, flat yeah. down. This match, Lone Lie, was by far the best match Ultimate Warrior has ever had. Mm-hmm. But I also think for Hulk Hogan himself was one of his main highlight matches he's ever had. There's because talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's and and it's it, realistically, if you look at it like how the topic that you brought up with the fact that both of them were. One never brought up somebody else. The other one never really had a long-lasting match. Mm-hmm. But both of them having a long-lasting match and putting on a heck of a show at that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Again? Again? <laughs> As I'm talking to you? Stop touching yourself, man. <laughs> He's over here feeling himself with Stop the Dorito. Stop yourself. Real. The Dorito but otherwise, <laughs> it was great. It was, yeah. a great sh- it was a great match, mm-hmm. and I would watch it again. And again, when we did the WrestleMania time frame, right, I kept it the same. Because if it wasn't for that match, that, that none of their names would be in in general at the top. That was WrestleMania six. Ours was WrestleMania seven. Damn you! Forget you. Anywho, gonna <laughs> correct me again. But anyways, it was a great match nonetheless. I love it. Them the rematch. Yeah. That, oh, that's what it was. I wanted a rematch. Yeah. That's why. That's what we did. Okay. Good. I like that. But now knowing that, I did not know about the whole issue with Sergeant Slaughter. So that play, that, that, that <laughs> was kind of in the midst of why, why are they doing that? Why do they make it Sergeant Slaughter? Like, it makes no freaking sense for him being involved at all whatsoever in the ring. But this series gave us that understanding, which again leads us to the, the, the title reign. The title reign of Ultimate Warrior wasn't very great. You gave him 
You gave him Rick Rude as as beef. You gave him Jake the Snake as beef. You gave him even Sergeant Slaughter. Russell, you gave him Russell Jake. It was building up for Jake. Okay, so in the midst of stuff, then you give him, then you give him Sergeant Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Really, Sergeant Slaughter, honestly. So I don't think it was well managed. His time, his his title reign. Let's put it that way. I don't think they gave him the right product of wrestlers to have issues and beef with. I think if he would have had beef with Macho Man in that midst of his title reign, that would have been nice. That would have been a good one. If they got beef with with Andre the Giant again, that would have been a good one. So it just didn't seem, pers- my perspective, a good, ma- well-managed title reign. So again, he loses against Sergeant Slaughter the title at WrestleMania, at WrestleMania or something. To Royal Rumble the next following year. Okay. That following year, Royal Rumble. So he loses that against Sergeant Slaughter, and that ends his title reign there. Warrior snaps. Supposedly, now this is where it's, this is where speculation comes into play. Ultimate Warrior is at an airport. He's get, trying to get on there. A little kid comes up to him. Ultimate Warrior turns to him and says, What are you doing in front of me? Get away from me. Da, da, da. You're trying to take a picture, take photos, whatever. And supposedly snaps at the child. Makes him cry, runs to his daddy, his daddy and his mommy. Are well established, supposedly, knowing Vince McMahon. Now Vince McMahon says, "You got to make a video. I want you to make a video apologizing to this child." But this video wasn't a really apology. It was like a promo for another pay per view. It was a half ass apology. Thank you, and it was in the midst of the conversation. But you, <laughs> you see, you see, Awesome Warrior like. Why am I making this promo? For what? Who am I apologizing to? What am I apologizing to? I'm not, I didn't do anything to this kid. I didn't, these people are stating that I did, but I never said anything to this child. So it's like you get a he says, she says stuff. Mm-hmm. But all in all, Vince is making you do something where you don't want to do. And already, if you, like we said before, if you're seeing this guy as a father figure. Sure. You're forcing me to do something I don't want to do. Now it becomes that that clash between the connection. Yeah. Right? In other words, it's when you cross Vince, you cross the wrong line. Thank you. Yeah. So. Which is, oh, yeah, good point. Very good point. We're recording. If you guys ever watched it, that's definitely we're recording. Um, During the whole promo skit of the video, he's cussing at Vince. He's cussing at everybody. He doesn't want, he didn't like it and whatnot. Right? Now. This leads us to him writing Vince the letter, the <laughs> epic letter, stating, I want everything, the same treatment that Hulk Hogan's getting. I want that treatment given to me. The audacity, <clears throat> I think. <laughs> I want the money, the franchiseness, this merchandising, every single thing I want, the same money that you're giving to him, given to me. I deserve it. Mm-hmm. Now, he holds Vince McMahon ransom right before his next match. Now, at this point, Vince is eager to fire him off the spot. He wants to hurry up and give him, give him the ropes. Stay out of here. This leads us to SummerSlam 1991. Director RJ, 1991. The other Sergeant Slaughter match. Retarded match. During the match, Warrior runs out to the back. Vince hands... An eight-page letter to Warrior stating, Warrior, you're not a living legend. You're not as big as you think you are, but in your mind you are. But you're not nowhere near as equals to Hulk Hogan. 
you are suspended for 90 days. And then at that point, that's when in A&E, they asked him, did you ever see Warrior as a son? Vince is like, no. Clearly, straight out flatly said, I never saw him as a son. I'm sure these gentlemen see me as a father because of what I do for them, mm-hmm. but I've never seen you as a son. Now, how bad do you think that would hurt Ultimate Warrior? It would, it would devastate him because, again, I mean, it's not it's not just in the business. Mm-hmm. It's also corporate America mm-hmm. because we as humans tend to feel like a warm feeling towards our supervisors, towards our coworkers, towards anybody yeah. who wants to see us go ahead. So it's like when they have to either reprimand us whenever they have to give the promotion to somebody else. It's like, why? Mm-hmm. I thought it was your favorite. <laughs> I mean, even as a joke, you can say here, right? I'm your favorite, and mm-hmm. supervisors go along, like because you, you know you're not supposed to have favorites again. It's just his father, just again, his father and mother. You're supposed to say you're gonna say no. I don't have any favorites. So to you, like, mm-hmm. but we've had this discussion before, like, right. or like, look at the way you treat me, like, like how. So, that's basically like where I see the warrior. I like, definitely got devastated by it. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. And for him to openly, <clears throat> I think it hurt him more for him to openly admit that he looked at Vince as a father figure, and then for Vince to you know a couple, out, say, couple years later, yeah, be like, yeah, well, no, I don't. I didn't see it that way. So no, I just saw, I just saw you as an employee. Yeah, thank you, you. Know, an employee as a money maker business. It's a metaphoric slap in the face. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, and it hurts. So. After his 90-day suspension, he comes back. But in the midst of the 90-day suspension, this is where the whole steroid epidemic comes into play. The and then they have to go to legal actions, the go to court. The rules. <laughs> and he comes back at WrestleMania 1992. And everyone is talking about his look. He's not as big as he was. His arms looks pretty smaller. The, the yeah. rubber bands aren't as tight. No. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he's a little less, you know, body wise, framed down, a little small, yeah. whatnot, right? Uh-huh. But then a little bit after all that, he gets popped with steroids usage again. He starts using again. He starts getting bulkier again. He wants to be a little bit more he he like himself. Warrior. Yeah, he wants to be <laughs> warrior himself. <laughs> the image of the warrior. He wants to be that again. But then that. Gets pop, he gets popped for that, and he gets fired and let go from wrestling. So now, now, since he can't have his Ultimate Warrior name from WU and them, them saying, we own it, we're going to do what we want with it, it's our name, supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he changes his name legally to being called Warrior. The ultimate warrior. No, nope. just warrior. 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 Just warrior. Drops ultimate. Yeah, drops ultimate becomes just warrior. Okay, that's pretty interesting. Started started a new gym a little bit after that. After he changed his name legally to Warrior, that's where he started the workout gym and a wrestling school. Now I don't believe it was very successful though. Hmm. I don't. I think the gym maybe the gym probably made more money than the wrestling school itself because let's be honest, Ultimate Warrior doing a wrestling school. For someone who really didn't come up like that, it's very interesting to kind of know the say of how the heck are you teaching these guys? Don't show the pumps, show the pumps, and then and then you got he's like when they hit you, you don't fall down. Yeah, you don't fall down. You rock rock out like you never rocked out before. You grab that hand, you pull it up like a guitar, and you start jamming your head. I'm kind of like, yeah, you ain't hitting me. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what it made you feel like. That's I think that's what he really meant to do. (laughs) The rest is cool if I ever had a bit. You stand around and cheer. The funniest thing would be if we're over here saying that 
In reality, actually, a warrior was actually teaching somebody. <laughs> oh, man, I can only imagine. You want to do a backflip here. You want to go here. This yes. is what you want to do. <laughs> this is what you want to do. You want to go up and say, the Babylonians of the world will descend in the midst oh on the moonlight dike. Like, what the are you saying? Like, oh, like Bubble has been promotion by RWA, RWA Productions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's pretty interesting. Now, when he's at the, he creates the jam, he meets his, he meets his second wife now. Um, which is interesting because that's his current, that was his current wife throughout the rest of the rest of his lifetime. Okay. Um, that's when he launched his comic book warrior. Never seen it, but it looked pretty cool. Showing other clips of it actually looked pretty dope. The cover looked like a superhero nonetheless. So that's pretty nice. Now in 1996, he returns to WWE, but in the midst of his return in WWE in 1996, his father, his father dies. But again, Growing up, he never knew his father. His father left when he was 11. And then the crowd, the, the town itself turned against him. So now after his father dies in 1996, he started missing some shows. He, start, he started to kind of not really care about the wrestling industry. A little bit after that, he gets fired again by Vince because Vince says, Look, you haven't met, you haven't seen your father since you were 11. You've never had a good communication with him. You barely talked to him at all ever in your life. Maybe five or six times you've been born or knowing him or since, since he left. And yet you're going to sit there and tell me you, you're missing these shows and you're having this emotional issue because of your father passing. Vince doesn't believe it. That's why Vince fires. And I think Vince and like, I think a lot of the wrestlers made it clear though. It was like, you know, the number one thing you don't want to do is miss shows. shows. That's the only thing like they really ask you not to do is don't cancel and don't you know not show up. So yes. you start missing multiple shows, you know, and Vince is definitely going to come down on your heart. Yeah, exactly. Now, SG three is it justifiable? Yeah, would it be? I mean, let me ask you a question. You you're about to be a cop, yeah? Right? Uh-huh. Or mm-hmm. even your current job right now? Mm-hmm. You go sixty days without a second anyone to call or anything. And you go sixty days without calling in without anything. And then you come back to work. What's going to happen to you? I'm going to get fired. Oh, yeah. I'm going to live. Director Lisper, producer RJ. Just fire me the minute I just take a day off. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Afro Thunder over here to my right hand side. Uh, 60 days, you don't call in nothing. What happens? Oh, man. I've done that. So I know. Now come. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I've been there, guys. So, yes. <laughs> uh, no. Yes. You're fired. You're fired. You know, Donald Trump voice. So, I mean, it's justifiable. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, let's be honest here. You don't talk to your employer. You don't say right. anything. And then as you're sitting there, yeah. you're expecting, like, just because he's a daddy figure. Yeah. Right. And put yourself, oh, yeah. Like, like, it still is a business. Yeah. It's, yeah. It still is your employer. It still is the person paying your Paying your salary, paying your, paying yeah. your bills. Basically paying your It's bills. keeping you over broke, man, right. for goodness sakes. And my yeah. thing is, if you put yourself in Vince's shoes, which I don't want to be there, but he already <laughs> he already fired him, and you know he's speculating re-signing. So therefore, after he just, I don't know for what, just re-signs him, and you start to do something like this, bro, like, you know you're asking to be fired. Like, no, exactly. On, like you, I already, gave you a second chance yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And this is what you're doing to me. You're missing some of the shows that we have some. We have promos. We have things we need to do to build up wrestlers, to build up our company. And yet you're missing this. No, you got to go. I agree with you guys. Good job. Now, after that, he, I guess later on in the years, he used to get told, obviously, they don't really talk about it, but 
that's where he returned to WCW. He had a little skit there, you know, for a small period of time against Hulk Hogan when he became Hollywood Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. And he becomes this midst of, like, this danger, like, like I'm the one that beat you. I'm the one that take care of you, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Like, you're nobody, especially not for me. Climbs the cage, rips the cage off, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not right. Right? Okay. Yeah. It was the Hell Games. Or mm-hmm. what was it? The Hell Games, right? Oh, War Games. War Games. Yeah, I was like, the Hell Games. Climbs up a little bit at the top of the corner, rips it from his hand, and gets in there and starts being a Hulk Hogan. So we, I remember that part. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, the Warrior Game. He's on the run. Okay, cool. But, again, that didn't last very long. That lasted probably that first match, and he was done. Yeah, yeah, they didn't talk about it, but I, I, if I'm not memory mistakes me, that was maybe just a, less than half, less than a year, probably like two, three months. Yeah, two and months? that was it. He was back on. So, guess that happens. Life story changes a little bit. He goes to Connecticut and has this big speech with the school, and then it goes viral because of the fact that it was, in turn said that he's conservative. Now, I don't know what conservative means. What conservative means? Mm, I got you. Oh, okay. Conservative yeah. uh, classes, ladies and gentlemen. Conservative comes from, Repu- uh, not Republican, Republican terminology, mm-hmm. but it's used in a, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say, though? A political word of statement. So when someone says you're a conservative, you're basically a re- Republican in a sense of you are, you're and I, and I hate to use Republican, but it's that's the terminology I was taught in the sense, though. It's more a political thing and mm-hmm. not not only a political thing, but okay. just in a nutshell, conservative is just you're more lonesome and you don't you don't want to give or you don't feel like you need to give. You feel like you can prosper alone and you're okay with prospering alone. If I had to put a nutshell on it, it looks like yes. <laughs> I would say this conservative in a nutshell is. You are, you're more, cons- you're more, you're more restricted on what you say. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. really pour your heart out. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of filters. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, though, more than anything, it's also like old school. Yeah. yeah. So like you have, you follow like a strict guideline. Yeah. yeah. Basically more than anything. In other words, if when you have strict parents, I have conservative parents. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. So for, for, for a woman back when we were growing up, for for boys back when we were growing up. True. You know, I had to be home when the lights were on. Yeah. Cool. That's conservative. Yeah. Um, you know, you got grounded for whatever reason. Again, yeah. Same yeah. thing. Okay, so I'll scratch it. Which agree? I googled it. I googled conservative terms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I let's put it this way. Political terms. Yes, exactly. Here's the adge- <laughs> adjective terminology: adverse, adverse to change or innovation in holding traditional values, uh-huh. but also as a noun. Again, a person who. Who is averse to change and holds traditional values? A person favoring free enterprise, private ownership, and socially traditional ideas. So, so again, I got, I got the like like party. you said, again, <laughs> yeah. private party. When it comes to it yeah. being a you know public pub, political party, mm-hmm. obviously that's more on the Republican side of things, mm-hmm. keeping the old fashioned, keeping the old ways, and not changing. Yeah, anything. and in actually, actually, actually through rapid. So, but yes, agreed. And I guess that rubbed the school, some of the people the wrong way. He gets into a, a fight. Pretty much a bicker batter uh, word across anger management kind of crap. And that, again, that goes viral. Speech goes horribly bad. <laughs> and then we find out he becomes a blogger of being conservative, which, again, horrible, bad. 
Well, now, let's put it this way. For those conservative people, I'm not going to sit in there and bash you like that. Oh, okay. But, Sorry, Director. You know, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to bash. <laughs> I'm like, who's blog? He's like, who's blog? blog? Who's blog? I'm like, who sits there and lets her emotions on the keyboard? Yeah. This person's like, we love you. We love you, Director. Keep blogging. Then again, I'm like, Zach, Facebook, one you do Twitter. That's kind of. Kind of blogging. That a blog, though, that's yeah, that's kind is. of blogging. Yeah, that's considered blogging. I look at it different because there's a form that's called it. But okay, yeah, hashtag yeah. doesn't doesn't make it any better. Home. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag hashtag corrected. So yeah, corrected. hashtag corrected. Yeah. But yes, So all in all, that turned out bad. Now he has to go on a rant and do a bunch of videos talking about the top of the show and talking about what happened, mm. and obviously that doesn't go right. So now WWE releases the self-destruction of Ultimate Warrior. I remember that, and I remember why the hell are they making that freaking series? I didn't know nothing about the whole issue that Ultimate Warrior ever had, but they made self-destruction of Ultimate Warrior. In my mind, I'm like, what's WWE making this freaking show for? The only thing I remember about that, aside from Vince McMahon saying, I can't, I couldn't wait to fire him, is where we're going, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> he, did. he did. Like I didn't. That was crazy. Very crazy. Uh, did you the watch it? Why they did it is because they were in a legal dispute with Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so, how to get rid of him? Right? Yeah, they want to like Vince McMahon has always done one thing that I know about him is ruin somebody when they've done you bad. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he punches whoever he wants and he does it the best way. Like when Bret Hart left to WCW. We're gonna bash Owen Hart. Yeah. Owen mm-hmm. Hart fucked him up. When know, when the right. click, the incident with click that we talked talk about, mm-hmm. what happened there? They punished Triple H because he was the last. He was the low on the totem pole. When Hulk Hogan was in WCW, he brought in the two Briscoe and Patterson and had them come out with the Hulk Hogan theme song. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so and that was a you know hit at Hogan. Mm-hmm. So Vince has always been the guy that you know you're putting me through this. So let me show everybody what you're really like. That, that is true. Vince is just petty, big time petty. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, of all petty pettiness, he's <laughs> oh, the pettiest of them all. If you look is... at the dictionary of pettiness of them all, Vince McMahon's gonna appear like, "Hey, it's me, it's hey, me." Full smirk, hey, full guy. smile, yeah. suit, and everything. That's him. He's like, "Yeah, that's me." Like, yeah, no, nah, that guy. Yeah, real jackass. Um. Now, video holds the bash to the name, of course. Wife becomes pissed at this. Okay, right. second wife. Now she states that she's like, if people were alive today, when she, if she were to watch it, they would be basically dead. Already saying, you know, that's how mad it would have got her in perspective. Um, after that, Warrior, she says Warrior got hurt by the speech, and then at that again. Warrior goes on a rant again on social media or on videos. or I don't know how he's distributing this out because I don't know if it's about that time. Via his blogs. Right. And I, okay, I agree with that. <laughs> and he goes on, on the internet and does all that type of stuff and shits like, you know, that's messed up that are doing that. Mm. Basically called out Hulk Hogan and stating like, do you really think that Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan's wife wasn't sleeping with other men and he didn't know about it during the time frame of his, his rise and his WWE run? Hashtag truth. Like, that's crazy. So, 
Again, it goes to show the beat between Hogan and Warrior, yeah. Warrior, Out, WWE. Outside of the ring and in the it's ring. Exactly, and all yeah. the beef but and everything. The funny thing is, you realize how Bubba loves, the loves fun. She was all over about Macho Man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but true. he was not going to mess with Ultimate Warrior. Not at all. You don't see Bubba on, on this talking about, nope. oh, he trashed yeah. Warrior too. No. Exactly. He's like, I'm not going after that one. Yeah, he, I'm not in that spirit. Not even right Hogan there. talked about him. No. Nope. Hogan doesn't even do anything about Warrior. At all. Exactly. Well, I mean, in the midst of all this, everyone was just giving shed light on Warrior being the good guy in the sense of like, this is what had happened. He was an you know, emotional type of person. And obviously, sometimes it made bad business decisions. But yeah. again, all in all, he was looking for the greater good, supposedly. If I'm not mistaken, right? Where I got the gist out of it, right? So that happens. But then again, now becomes a time where they want to induct him as the Hall of Famer. Yeah. Right? So Vince calls him up, apologizes for every single thing, wants to bury Hatchet. Let's induct you into the Hall of Fame. Warrior becomes great. Apologizes also to Vince. As you see, in at the night of the Hall of Fame, he goes and meets up with Hulk Hogan in the back and during the whole crowd and basically right then and there. I apologize for everything I said, everything. And get a little you get a little cheeky, a little chummy, like yeah, a little tear A little oh tear The old guys are saying oh, sorry. That's good, that's all um, everyone was trying to figure out whether he was having a heart attack or that shit. Simply, he was crying. Yeah, no, he was crying. He was good. He was sad. I think, I think it hit Anthony really. It hard. did. It did. <laughs> because then this leads us to the Ultimate Warrior Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, hit me hard. Mm-hmm. Again, it leads us to the night of Monday Night Raw. Gives us the big epic. Goodbye speech. I love that jacket you had on, Rob. Thank you. I, mean, I want to well, yes. buy that jacket. No lie. If they ever make it again, damn, I'll buy it. And no lie, in my mind, as we all heard that speech, and we all agree on the on the simple fact of that was his goodbye to everybody. When I that told G Money, that, that was and, one of the best uh, speeches I've ever heard ever in my life. Yeah, it was good. Dude, at that speech, when I told G Money, uh, G Money and Liz, when I told him, he, you know what? You and I actually talked about it. Yeah, I was like, dude. There's a meaning behind that speech, and they're like, "No, he's just trying to tell fans." And I'm like, "No, something's up." Nah. I felt, I felt yeah. it, and yeah. I wasn't even there. And Me watching it on TV, and he's saying these words, and I'm like, "Even yeah, I even kind yeah, of like, I watched. Yeah. I will never forget that I was working at Costco, and the first thing that happened before he even passed, one of the managers passed by. He's like, "Dude, did you catch Warrior's speech?" I'm like. You think what I think he is like, dude. He said said some pretty serious yes. words. That was not a regular speech at yeah. all. That was yeah, a good me, buy even speech. as a younger. I didn't see it live, and, and but if, seeing it on TV, like, I was like, man. That, and if you think serious. about it, he yeah, even, he even went and he even said, "You <clears> shut up, warrior, <throat> and let me do the talking." Yeah. Like you know, don't like this is just That's that fourth wall. Th- that this is he broke. He broke that fourth wall, and he became the ultimate warrior one last time. He was like, "This is both me." And the Ultimate Warrior right. saying Combined. goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was like, like, it was wow. intense. I, I Like, just listening to it and hearing him speaking it and the feeling, I I literally felt a dark cloud around him. Like, as if, in the sense of, like, it, he's saying it in a dark place, but also wanting to shed the light in the way of saying, I'm going to the light now. I don't feel that's also why he buried the hatchet with Hogan. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he wanted everybody. Every yeah. single person like even before we even before we get to the A and W season, but that's where we kind of get the inkling of what had happened with him and Jake. Their yeah. issue. So it shows that it was like as if he knew all that anger and hate 
kept him alive to get to the Hall of Fame point, but then him going through the emotions of Hall of Fame and now realizing that he's apologizing, realizing they're truly sorry to them too, all that weight is now being released. Yeah. But now his body's saying, you have no more strength now. That was all your strength. You got to go. Now you can go in peace more so than anything. Yeah. Rest so, in paradise, Ultimate Warrior. For real. Rest yeah, in paradise. To, to Ultimate you, Warrior, thank you for that last speech. No lie, as a man. Let's put it this way. As I men. I, I, I straight up. As men. To this day, I watch it and I cry. It's going to hit you. And it's going to make. No, I'm just like, no, I'm boy. <laughs> <laughs> as men, it's going to make you think. You know that. You know I got you on the next show. No, I'm sad as hell. It just opens your eyes and gets you to that feeling of like, I got to do I got to do things. There are things that I know that I need to do as a man, as a person himself, just of making sure I'm doing right. Not, not as a man, but also as a woman. As a person, it, if, if you a have man. a beating heart. And you've been through some dark stuff in life, mm-hmm. and you want to just say, you know what? I don't want to be just. Um, I don't want to yeah. be just remembered for like having those dark moments. I don't want to be remembered for like always just being angry. Yeah, I want to do something. Yes, yeah. that speech right there, man, it yeah. lights you up. And even even he said, "The running man runs through all of you." Yes, yeah, yeah. like run, like just run through the wall that you hold yourself back with. Yeah, and and go. And literally, that's that's what Warrior said in that speech. He's like, you know, you are the ultimate warrior. You are the mm-hmm. one. Uh, you are the legend makers. Yeah. That speech, like I said, dude, I've heard it like literally, like maybe maybe ten times. Mm-hmm. But every time I hear it, that speech just sinks deeper and deeper to me. Yep, that's true. Now, it gets us to um, that's pretty much conducts the end of the end of the series itself with A and E. Um, you know, you get you get the last word from. The wife and shedding the light on the positive sense of who he was as a person and what he wanted to do with his daughters and making sure they live a proper life afterwards. You know what I mean? And that's that's just a good a love life. I I truly believe she and him were compatible. They were like that was his that was his his peanut butter to his jelly, basically. You know what I mean? So it was a good and, and for the simple <laughs> for the simple fact of. Of listening to her express what had happened with his death and all that type of stuff, you get the sense of like that is true feeling uh, of anything, like we yeah. discussed earlier. So, mm-hmm. props to that for sure. Um, now, there's one thing I want to say. It did come out at the beginning of the show of A and E, and it was it's a saying to his cre- his creed, particularly to his children itself. And I want to leave leave it on the high note. So. Before I do that, I'm gonna pass it on to the guys. Let you guys say your final thoughts, and then we'll and we'll complete the show. So, SG three final thoughts. Um, the conspiracies regarding. The- oh, what am I talking about? No, we're not final thoughts. I apologize. Oh my god! No, no, no. That's not. No, I'm not doing that on purpose. I truly apologize. I forgot we're doing a one whole episode with A and E plus Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, I'm thinking man. that we're done with A and E. That's what it was. We, we had just such a wonderful moment. You want to? Yeah, I know. My. <laughs> It started with dark side because it thank you. Like- yeah, exactly. Kind of leads us to the positive side. You remind yeah. me right. We should have flipped that over. I apologize. No, it's but, a dark month. Go. But let's go. To- <laughs> <laughs> let's, 
Bring her out the door. Bring her out the door. Yeah, well, it comes back to the dark. Bring her butt back down here. I thought we were just mixing it together. Like Constantine. Like, we do Constantine, and where the devil's like letting Constantine go up, and he's. Keanu's like, fuck off, motherfucker. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, no, no, bring you know it. I heal you from everything you ain't done yet. You know what I mean? That was kind of like that. So, no. But, yes. But, I mean, it's pretty small. It's pretty small and simple. Dark Side of the Ring literally just basically shed the negative side of freaking Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Totally shed the negative side. Jim Cornette was a major part of that. I didn't Cor- Jim Cornette, exactly. <laughs> definitely Jim Cornette. But even also his True. first wife. Mm-hmm. His first wife was more involved in was this still in the this house show. That warrior bought her. Thank you. Wow. Really? True. Filming, right? You saw that, right? Whoa. Still in the same Filmed house. Picture, like, oh, here's a weight room that he built. Yes. Here's this. Here's that. But yet I hate him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Now I you're dogging him. him. I mean, I'm just, I'm just adding that last part. Now let's put it this way: <laughs> Is it just me, or when she was crying, it didn't seem sincere? No, those it didn't seem. Those were fake cries, kinda, wasn't it? I mean, you know, us being men. Okay, here's the thing I caught on with her when she was talking about how, like, she would call the warrior. And also, Jim Hedlick was not the Jim Hedlick she knew, you know. Uh-huh. Now he's the ultimate warrior. Now he's yeah. sleeping around. And yeah, yeah. Now he's sleeping around. And uh, I'm like, okay, you know, probably he is or probably he's not. Right. But one thing I can't figure out is if he's been calling his phone all these times, uh-huh. And he's not answering. The guy, the bellhop said he's sleeping. Right. Yeah. So how, out of all these times that you kept saying that you called and called and called and he's never answered. Yeah. Is he going to answer with a girl in his room? Thank sure. you. Right. How does that happen? It's because at this point he was just like, you know what? Let her feel the ultimate power. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> Let's go. Bellhop. Let her, let her come through that way. She can also feel the ultimate power. And bring up some Red Bull. No. <laughs> bring up some Red Bull before it's even invented because I want to get weak. And also, according to her and her speculation is that this, this cheating thing, that incident that happened, was in the sense of his second wife. Yeah. Obviously, you're in the midst when, of your first divorce. Thank you. So, and he before he moved and opened up his gym, that's where he met his second wife. And there's fame. You have to think he had fame. already divorced his first wife before that. I think it was right when he had way before he got suspended from WWE mm, for the ninety yes, days. Yeah. Before that, he already divorced her a, a, a long time ago already, and yet all of a sudden she's thinking that. They were, the second wife was involved and they were cheating. Like, mm, kind of find that a little funny there. I'm and then, no, and see, later on, as the show progresses, mm-hmm. at the end of the show, she's like, oh, and I finally, you know, he met her at the gym. See how ugly she looks? I'm just saying, my bad. Boy, I apologize. Like my bad. I met her at the gym. Yeah. So now, and this is where he met her. Yes. After right. accusing her of sleeping with the right. warrior, and I was like, Oh, but a few years later they met. So thank you, yeah. thank you. She, she says she goes and works <clears throat> out. She ends up at the gym, and they ended up crossing paths with her and her man, him and his girl. Oh my god, it's the first time we've seen each other, and now we're, yeah. you know, oh my god. It's because it was love at first sight for the for, for the one thousand time. The four thousand time, like <laughs> it just it, it bottles me. Her timeline and everything, it bottles me. But even at that. Now they're talk. They also talk about the negative side of Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake Roberts is involved in this story a lot because of the fact that supposedly, according to Jake the Snake Roberts, 
if it wasn't for Ultimate Warrior not falling through on their their promos, their their feud supposedly, that that affected Jake St. Roberts from getting the push that he deserved to get the heavyweight title. Now, is it really true? Did it really affect it? Or it was just more or less a little bit after that incident with Ultimate Warrior getting fired and all that type of stuff like that, that Jake kind of just gave up. This is my thing. Because I don't know, I never really followed Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he he's a fan name, okay? So his name goes through like quick with everything. But me knowing that scenario, I don't believe I don't believe that. I think Jake was a, a good performer in the ring, and I think he could have had another push. But I feel like Ultimate Warrior incidents, Jake just gave up, in a sense. Apparently, the story itself is weird because Jake and Warrior's um, battle, the fight that they had in the line, mm-hmm. and the timeline that Jake is describing, Warrior wasn't the champion anymore in right. that timeline. Mm-hmm. So... You know, when Warrior, like, when they show him Dark Side of the Ring, I think Warrior's walking out with the world title and everything and yeah. inspires him. I'm like, he didn't have the world belt. Oh, no, he walked out with the chair. So. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Well, chill. So, chair, chill. The hell did I just so, say? I said chill. <laughs> the hell Tony the best. Jake is like, I would. you know, but yeah. what was Jake the Snake trying to get to? Mm-hmm. Was Warrior, did Warrior miraculously win the belt when we weren't watching or something? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Or... Is Jake the Snake talking about how Jake War had to go over Warrior to face Hulk Hogan? Yeah, for the belt. Right. So in my mind, it's like I think what Jake was trying to like bring up is, you know, I made a deal with you. Mm-hmm. You said uh, probably this is before WrestleMania Seven. Yeah. And now they're gonna have that like you know if Warrior and Hogan you know uh, WrestleMania Six that's when. Warrior lost his belt. Mm-hmm. You go all the way to seven. Oh no, Warrior won his belt at six. He lost it before seven. Seven Warrior has a program with Macho Man. Mm-hmm. So before WrestleMania seven, I guess they were gonna have a program, but that never happened because Warrior told him, you know, if you come through all these house shows, you do everything that I ask you to do. Right. I'll put you know I'll put you over. But then Warrior loses his belt mm-hmm. to Slaughter. Now we're in SummerSlam the following year. Yeah. And that when that's when Jake is like, you know, yeah. Vince McMahon's like, You had the bad you know, the worst effing luck in your whole life yeah. that you could ever yeah. have. Yeah, he did say that to him, yeah. My problem is it's not that Vince was trying to like you know, Vince was looking for two escape goats that night. Mm-hmm. One Hogan's not gonna put Jake the Snake over. Right. Because Hogan knew that if Jake the Snake won, Jake was gonna go over Hulk Hogan in sales and in people. Mm-hmm. Because people were loving Jake the Snake like crazy. Hogan didn't want that. Big time. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's because he was more of a people. Like he was, he looked like one of them. Jake yeah. wasn't built. Jake wasn't framed properly oh. when it came to a wrestling body. Jake he carried, he carried a, a python. Thank you. He had a, even on that, he had a mullet. Yeah, so, he had a mullet. He carried a freaking oh, a snake with him. Carried it back. Like, yeah. okay, I give it. It was cool. Like he had the cool look, he, but it and, wasn't a wrestler and, look. And, he, and he's letting the he's letting the snake bite them in the ring. Like, oh yeah, like free like, macho. Yeah, oh, that was that, even nuts. This is just a whole different, yeah, just yeah. a whole different and persona. The other thing yeah. about Jake is that he could throw some good crazy ass promos. Mm-hmm. He, he had a good talk, and, he's, and he's, he was considered a super fire. Like it, I, you know, 
Like yeah. that was considered a show, showtime. He was he was the eighties Daniel Bryan. Right? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, there you go. He yeah. was the eighties Stone Cold before the Stone Cold showed up. No, Which, but if you look at it though, he didn't. He never got to that big. Yeah, so that's no, why. No, I, no. That's what I'm saying. He is the eighties Daniel Bryan oh, because yeah. Daniel Bryan's only won one time, but yet we want to see him win a lot yeah. more, and, and we all want to see more of you. You know, yeah. I agree. So in my mind, that's my ideal about Jake the Snake Roberts is, you know. He could have had it. He could have won it, but it was just bad timing on everything about him. And yeah, Vince just wanted to help his number one guy out. Right. I'll, I'll oh, say. Oh. I'll say what I say before, and and to quote Jim Cornette, in this business, literally for the McMahon's, everything falls into place at the right time. It's the luck of the business. I don't know how it happens, mm-hmm. but it happens. Yeah. Don't believe me? The Ultimate Warrior Award. Yeah, exactly. And it, it Sorry just, I'm saying it like that, but it's the truth. It was really crazy because even at that, like, throughout the series, it was more of a bashing. This was more of a bashing ser- set series right here. This was Ultimate Warrior couldn't wrestle with people. Ultimate Warrior never let somebody get over him. Jim Cornette complains that he was the worst ever because of the fact that he had no background in wrestling. And all of a sudden, he just became this famous guy and it just got a big push and all that type of stuff. This, I mean, this I mean, was Jim makes it. This Thank was self destruction of the Ultimate Warrior Part Two. Thank you. Mm. Yes, exactly. In a way, it felt like that. So all in all, this uh, who I guess you would say, who do you believe the most? Which one oh. felt more sincere to the story of Ultimate Warrior? I mean, well, I haven't watched it, but at this point, though, in every story, there's a good side, there's a bad side. Right now, the thing is, though, which one do you want to focus more on? Got you. Okay, that, which so would you want to focus more? It's not Good. about the sincerity. It's about you as a viewer. What do you want to focus more on? Yeah. Do you want to focus on all the bad things that he did? Or do you want to focus on all the good things that he did, even if it was towards the end, which was probably like 45 minutes mm-hmm. before the conversation, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what do you want to remember him as? Do you want to remember everything he did for you as a child and you watched him wrestle? Or do you right. want to just look at everything else? That's true. That's Another true. thing, uh, if you look at the, at the show, at the episode, at the beginning, you're getting highlighted in good light. Mm-hmm. Midway through, bad warrior. They do it yeah. all the time, though. Yeah. If you think On about it, side, yeah. yeah, dark side always does that. Dark side always is like, <clears throat> oh look, it's happy, it's rainbows and butterflies. Now come to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Now come to the land of Oz with the witch and the monkeys. But there's one thing though. At the end, you forgot that at the end, everybody praised warrior. Also, at the end of the show, Jason mm-hmm. Think Roberts was like, I was about to go kill him. Yes, he, but he put his hand on me because he didn't even know Warriors were right there. Where he put his hand on him and said, "Hey, dude, I apologize for what I did to you." Everything. I, I feel. I feel at that point though, they realized why I held the grudge. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I feel honestly. I feel that maybe if he was still alive, it'd be different. A bit different story. Yeah, and I feel that some of them would just say, "You know what, man? He he got his. He died. He got his. He got his. I'm sorry." And then it. He did this. And I think the reason why they feel like it was more sincere is because they realized when he was dying, you know, you're going to make amends with everybody once he can. Exactly. So I think the end of Dark Side of the Ring had a pretty good end to it because he made amends with everybody, even his, you know, ex wife. I agree. I I think so so too. The ending of it really kind of sets the light of like, it wasn't negative throughout the whole show and left you with a question mark. It was more or less of like, you know, this was the dark side of Ultimate Warrior. But then at the end at the end of the day, at the end of his life, he turned his life around, said his said his things, said his dues to every single person that either he did wrong mm-hmm. or came across like 
pass wise and was wasn't the right time to cross pass with each other. And yet again, ended up ended up peacefully. So no, that's why I definitely like I like the both sides they give you on it because mm-hmm. I feel like you know you're saying to yourself, Tony, that A and E's side is more positive and dark side is more, I guess, negative. But it's not. I don't think it's as negative. It's just more of an eye opener. Yeah. Through the background and okay. the backstory of it. Not that A&E doesn't give you that, but... I hear you. It gives you the more raunchier side, you know? It gives you the more... I think it's more believable. The more believable side, honestly. Mm. So, yeah. In a nutshell, I, I, I'm i thankful for the dark side because, you know... It, it shines the light. Mm-hmm. Oh, We just got deep. Shins, hashtag deep thoughts. some light. Very <laughs> good. Hashtag blogger. So, Very good. Very so, good. Yeah. I like um, it. I'm just going to add this one thing. I think at this point, what the dark side did was... It showed you the warrior is human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you think about it, when you watch the Macho Man series, when you watched the Cowboys series, when you watch any, any one of them, man, any man. one of them, dude, they don't end really positive. True. They really don't. True. Um, this one, the way the way it ended, it was like, look, man, the guy, the guy was a jerk. Let's be honest. The guy, the guy did some very jerkful things when he was young. Yep. Like a lot of people do. Exactly. I know so many people that do Fame it. and roids. Plays and, you know, a lot of yeah, it. And, yes. and, and, you know, again, it, there's so many people that do so much wrong. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? When it came down to the nitty gritty, he finally just manned up and he said, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and I can, and as a man, I can yeah. accept it. As a human, you know what? Screw it, screw it. As a human, yeah. I can accept it. And I'm okay with it. And you know what? Cool. I'm gonna just forget everything and just remember, you know what, man? On on your dying day, you said you were sorry to me, and to me, it's like cool, man. I can yeah. accept it. Gotcha. Very true. Okay. What about you, Zach the Mac? He just said. His oh yeah, Sam's please. Oh, he, he, well, he, he went deep. Well, I'm gonna. Well, now I guess this concludes our seat, our combination of A and E and Dark Side of the Ring. Are you sure this time? I'm sure this time. Because all in all, all in a nutshell, it just like we've been. Kind of basically talking about right now in the last couple of minutes is the fact that it just sheds the dark side really of Ultimore and pretty much more of the shady incidents that's happened with him and highlights it a lot more compared to A and E. So yes, that I would say this would conclude. You no, know, there's a lot of things we didn't mention. Like first mm-hmm. when Warrior started um, as a young kid, he was actually scrawny. Yes, that was, was an A and E. Skinny? No, it was actually dark side. He was very skinny, and his wife said his first wife said that. The reason why he had so much, he started working on so much anxiety, mm-hmm. is because he didn't want to be that skinny guy anymore. He didn't want to be mistreated the way he was. True. Okay. True. Gotcha. What else? That's it. I mean, that's it. There's literally he made a big old, a big old hype and everything. Right. Exactly. He had like a good combination. Oh man, we totally missed up the whole show. We got. We got like we got we got item A, item B, item C. We got to talk about. Because one thing that people forget is warriors human like we are. Yes, warriors human like we are. Um, the thing about warriors that dude, that anxiety. It plays I, I a know, lot. I know. I have. I agree. I've been through it. Yeah. I still go through it. Mm-hmm. It destroys you little by little, man. It, it sometimes you can't sleep. Sometimes you can't think straight. That might have affected that man, and I think that's why a lot of decisions he's made was being or, based off of that. Yeah. Okay, I agree with you. And I, I, it's it's kind of funny because back then, back then, no one's really highlighted that word anxiety, right? It didn't really come into play until within the last 10 years. 
of especially when it came to people talking about mental awareness because a lot of people were having all these issues and then the media or even at that their friends and families were questioning why is this person having these so so many incidents that's going on which now becomes in the play of that anxiety right mm-hmm. so now sheds more on light on past in the past where all these people that were dealing with certain issues where they're like Man, you had anxiety. You had this exact signs of what anxiety would be like. I'm dealing with what you're dealing with. Like, you can't sleep right. Your energy's low. Your hyperattention of your thought process. You can't concentrate on anything that you're doing. And then you kind of get a flare up. Like, like you want to, like, literally in your mind or in your body, want to freaking hulk up in a way, in a sense. Right? So, it's like, it's interesting. It's just very interesting in how they kind of. How it's coming to play and shedding a light on a lot of a lot of incidents like Ultimate Warrior. Like, what was the reasoning behind of what you were doing back then? Oh, it's because back then it wasn't mental illness wasn't a, a highlight. Exactly, it wasn't, it wasn't thought even, process. They can train you the cheek. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot of people didn't believe in mental illness. They yeah, didn't that is true. Depression. Yeah. They just were like, "Dude, you're just sad all the time." Because like, man up, depression. man up. You know yeah. what I mean? That was that. That was the terminology. Man yeah. up. What are you sad for, bro? Yeah. yeah what are you sad? Man up. You know how many like, girls are out there? No, I'm just like, no. yeah, exactly. <laughs> get, but, get, go to the beach. Get a girl. You know, touch a booty. Get it done with. Get it on. It's sad. It's sad I mean, though. It's yes, true. that I was. Mean, and you know, again, it's just I, like I said back in that time. Mental. If you were, if you were said, I'm sad. You were seen as weak. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. If you said exactly. I'm feeling emotional, you were seen as sign of weakness. It's not it's weakness, but you were you were seen as less. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's why it's like it wasn't as received as it should have been. That, exactly. Like how it is now, it's not received in a positive way back then. Like it is a little bit more now to it's, kind of help. Let me not, help you. It's not even a positive thing. It's more just of an acknowledgement thing. Yeah. Such as you know what I acknowledge it. Cool. Let's oh, if you whatever you need. Cool. Like, yeah. We're we're here for you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's agree. All I have to say. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Uh. So yeah, I agree. Uh. Any other final thoughts, George RJ? Got any more comments and suggestions? No, no, any I, more uh, things that we should look into this piece of pie? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, no. I've got to establish that. I established everything I want to establish. Well, very good. And he's going to be like, all right, guys, by the way, in the Apple, so we forgot to talk about the cinnamon. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> any, any, other, <laughs> any other comments from anybody on the table here over here that wants to end the show with at all whatsoever? I've said my piece. Man. All right. Now, before we run off, like I said before, I had he had the creed. Ultimately, had a creed for his children. And I, in my mind, I think everyone should live by this creed in general. It's a good creed. Okay. Uh, before we before we end the show with me saying the creed again, follow us up on rejectrundown.com. We have all our shows on there: Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Twitter, Snapchat, of course, a little bit, um, Twitch, TikTok, a little bit there. So somewhat there going on there. So look us up for sure. Once you Google us, you'll find us. What's in general? What's going on? Um, sure. But again, thank you guys for joining us. We'll be going on the next episode. We're gonna hit the sports now. Gotta dive into some sports talk. Gotta get into that. So, thank you again for listening to us. Now, this final creed from Ultimate Warrior to his children is said, live strong, act bold, be brave. Nothing's too hard to do and always believe. Good creed. Mm -hmm. Y'all have a good night, guys.